You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Salutations, possums. Uh, guys, we're going to talk about the best dynasty players to acquire from each NFL team today. Welcome to Offensive Points. We're not doing game previews. If you're in the championship, you know exactly what to do, and uh, you're welcome for helping you get here. Anyway, Josh, <laughs> Billy, what's up? Well, if they're listening to us, I mean, we kind of helped in one way or another. You know what I mean? I mean, we did some shit. We got we got to take a little bit of credit where credits due, but no. Hopefully you are in the championships, and hopefully you have that lineup locked. There's a lot of questionables going on today. Honestly, I've seen a, a bunch of interesting situations that are uh, unfolding on Wednesday. So just to we'll touch see. on some, Derek Henry being out. That's a huge we're just one. staying away from it, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you could get Hassan Haskins. I liked him coming into the league, but he's not been very active. Like he, it's going to be. Not seen enough from him to go against the Cowboys defense, though. I feel like it's going to be Julius Chestnut, Haskins, and freaking Hilliard. I think it's Malik. just going to be three, well, and three Malik guys Willis there. Too. Be yeah, and, and then so. we got Pollard maybe not playing tomorrow night, which is very so sketchy. Can, b- before all that happens, can we explain why Derrick Henry and why Tennessee is not starting their starters? Like. I don't know. Or is there because it's don't it, have any idea. It, they do play Jacksonville the last game, but they still need to win this game in case Jacksonville wins, or unless they have a weird tiebreaker well, so on they, them. I think they still ha- it's whichever one wins that Jacksonville Tennessee game. So, so that's why. Okay, that it makes doesn't sense. matter what happens in this game. It only matters what happens in that. I game. didn't see that explained anywhere, and I was really confused. I was going to go look at the tiebreakers, but I never did. So I just think that's it's it's coward. It's cowardly. I don't know. Just saying. Uh, cowardly. Dude, no, not true. It's the Derrick Henry show, and it's the only person that's on that team worth a damn. So I get it. But it sucks well, for fantasy football. Speaking of Derrick's, uh, Derek Carr benched for the rest of the season. Jarrett Stidham is in now, um, which just not only, have... not only benched, uh, basically oh, his career picked is up over. Team. His, his career is over with, with uh, Las Vegas, unfortunately. Like that, this is it. They're sending he was home. told not... not to be a distraction, which exactly. is awesome. Whenever you say that to a player, it's over. It's not. It's not gonna. Not gonna work. So, yep, Derek Carr is officially done with the Raiders. If you have Raiders players in the championship, touch and go. Josh Jacobs is probably fine, but Devontae, touch and go. Yeah, scary times. 
Devontae actually had a bad game with Carr in last week. So, I mean, you probably, if you were banking on Devontae, you probably didn't make it to the championship. Derek Carr throwing those three picks against Pittsburgh was just rough. rough, It's almost like, I feel like we talked about this at the beginning of the season and we talked about how the Raiders just, just because they get Devontae Adams, they're not just all of a sudden good. And Derek Carr's not all of a sudden good. But I don't know. Maybe that was just me. I don't know. Yeah, I digress. I didn't th- I yeah, did take your victory lap. I will. I will actually. I think we talked about how the entire AFC West was just going to be a complete powerhouse division, and it did not and turn they, out this way. They are one and a half because that's yeah. what the Chargers deserve. A half. Hey, so. calm down with the Chargers hate. But all right. Anyway, I want to get into the, the main attraction, or is there any other news stories we need to touch on? Um, I don't think so, but we will get, you know. Unlike Derek Carr, we will not be taking the rest of the season off. So tune in to Offensive Points every week. We'll be here. Um, all right. So here's what we're doing tonight. We are going to go through each, all 32 NFL football teams, and tell you the best dynasty asset from every team. Uh, this is a player that if, if you were to come up and say, what's the best player on the Cardinals, for example, we would suggest this player. So, like, that's how we're going to do this. So just, you know. So I don't have to keep explaining the premise each team we go through. Each of these teams, this is the player that you would want from every single team. So we're going to start. We're going to do alphabetical order in terms of states. So the first player from the Arizona Cardinals, Joe, who would you want from the Arizona Cardinals right now? Well, see, here's where your uh, your rules kind of screwed me up here because I think – Hollywood Brown is the guy that I would be trying to acquire uh, from teams right now. But I think after the injury, Kyler Murray is the guy to trade for because he's the cheapest he's ever going to be right now. And, you know, I've said a lot about Kyler Murray, but he is a dual threat quarterback. He's going to give you a lot with his legs. You're not, I mean, at his age and everything, this guy's really the limit at this point in his career, especially with the wide receivers he has. So I would say by Kyler Murray, um, just by the best dynasty option on each team, I would probably say Hollywood Brown. That's where your rules confuse me. Yeah. So mine was actually really tough because without a quarterback right now, it was like hard to say, but Kyler Murray, honestly, probably is the answer. But I, I said Diop because the man is just matchup proof. I mean, obviously with Trace McSorley out there, he's not doing phenomenally. But this man doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon. And just because he's age 30 at this point doesn't mean he's dead in Dynasty just yet. And I think that you might actually be able to get him a little cheaper because of that and because of the kind of slacking off at the end of the year um, that's been happening, you know, due to not having a quarterback. So, I don't know. Well, the answer that I'm going to say is also going to be Kyler Murray. I tried to figure out in my brain how to make a James Conner argument because like he's going into the final year of his contract next year. They might try to ride him into the ground. Kyler Murray is probably going to miss at least the first like six weeks or so of the season. Um, And while James Conner isn't exactly a great running back, he is just a touchdown scoring machine. He gets into the end zone and that is just what keeps getting his points. So, I, you know, I tried to formulate in my brain that argument, but I think it's Kyler Murray just because they have him locked up for the next several years. So you're going to want that player because he's going to be on that team. Yeah, it's it's got to be Kyler Murray, especially with the injury coming off. And honestly, he really didn't do bad this year. I know there's a lot of hate on him um, and his, his work ethic and whatnot, but he did fine. It's just not it was, what it should be. No, know? it should be better. It should, with those receivers and that run yeah. game and – 
the air raid offense, you should be seeing much bigger games from Kyler. But to be fair, we only saw like one game with both of them playing, and neither of them were full. Well, you know, yeah, but he's not running as much this year because after the injury last year and now after this injury, we're probably we've probably seen the best rushing days of Kyler Murray already. I don't think we're going to see that anymore. So that's the only thing holding me back. But he is yeah a studly stud. It is tough. He should be fighting for the like top three spot every year. And he was just kind of floating around number eight this year, which is not a bad floor. Obviously eight is not bad at all, but you're expecting when you draft him, you're thinking, you know, one of the top players in the league is going to be interesting going into redraft next year, uh, where exactly he's going to fall because you just, you already know, unless he is an Adrian Peterson type recovery, it's probably going to miss, you know, at least a month or a month and a half of football. So that's going to be very frustrating. For people who draft him yeah okay let's move on to another frustrating team and that would be the atlanta falcons uh for this one i picked kyle pitts because guess what guys i just cannot quit the pits and while drake london does make the most sense because he is a wide receiver they're probably still going to try to game plan him out targets into the offense that maybe kyle pitts We'll never quite get to because that's just the way it is. I just don't see how a rookie quarterback coming onto this team isn't going to immediately gravitate towards Kyle Pitts just because of what a freak of nature he is. Yeah, I also said Kyle Pitts, and I don't even like this answer, but there's these are the two guys that you're wanting on this team at this point. The running backs, sure, Algier, uh, the Huntley, Cordell Patterson combo. It's it worked for the beginning of the year, but it's it's over now, and I, I think this is unfortunately the end of Cordell uh, at this time. But yeah, it's Drake London or Kyle Pitts, and I, I hate it to say it, but it's Kyle Pitts. I mean, out of the two of them at the moment, Drake London has done nothing to impress. Obviously, neither did anything to impress this year, but at least Kyle Pitts has that one thousand yard season on his, under his belt. Yeah, I mean Kyle Pitts just because of the position he plays, he's an absolute cheat code in the offense. Um, Drake London, more traditional wide receiver. So if we get a rookie in there or Desmond Ritter somehow does something, I think uh, Kyle Pitts is going to get the most targets. Yeah. Not I mean, argue eventually, eventually it might be Drake London, but for the time being, if you were to go try to get somebody, especially with the price that you're going to have to pay, which isn't much, Kyle Pitts would be the guy to go for. Tight end scarcity is a, you know, a big problem. Yeah, but in Dynasty, man, everyone's – I mean, Pitts is still cherished in Dynasty circles, so good luck. That is true. That is true. Hopefully you have one frustrated person, maybe like Jordan. He hates them. Yeah. All right, on to our third team, and that is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Josh, what Baltimore Raven do you want? So less than exciting uh, and probably what you guys don't agree with, but – uh, it's our man, J.K. Dobbins. Uh, he's come back from this injury. This is a running team. It is his backfield until otherwise said so. I mean, Gus Edwards had his day. Kendrick Drake had his day, literally a couple days, I guess, really. Uh, but J.K. Dobbins, since he came back, has looked the part. And I think we're going to get a better workload for J.K. Dobbins in the future as well. Um, but my main thing here is Mark Andrews. Obviously, Lamar Jackson was out for a while. Mark Andrews has looked fine. Um, but he wasn't the elite tier tight end one that everyone was projecting him to be a lot closer to Kelsey. And there's nothing against Mark Andrews. I think that could be an answer here, but Lamar Jackson, we don't even know if he's going to be on the team next year at this point with the salary situation. So JK Dobbins is my answer. JK Dobbins is also my answer. I'm really surprised you went here. Um, Okay. Okay. People forget how good JK Dobbins was at Ohio state. 
He is an absolute stud running back. And we're dealing with, we don't know if Lamar is going to be there next year. We don't know a lot of things about the Baltimore Ravens. So one thing we can kind of hang our hat on here is that J.K. Dobbins is healing. He's getting healthier. He has two 100-yard games, you know, on 14, 15 carries here in the past three. So the man is an absolute stud, and he's only going to continue to get better. Uh, So buy him now before the price is unattainable. I also feel like even Lamar Jackson's price tag is higher than J.K. Dobbins right now, and like he, he should be a lot lower at this point. So, this is very interesting. I mean, I, I mean, my answer was going to be Mark Andrews just because of positional scarcity. Um, just same same thing with Pitts, Pitts, Kelsey, uh, Andrews, Goddard. I mean, and Schultz. There's probably only like two or three more, but like he's one of the few. I mean, he has cooled off once he stopped playing with Lamar, but this offense as a whole is kind of cooled off a whole lot too. So yeah, I mean, I mean, JK Dobbins is going to win this category, but wow, that, I'm surprised. I thought it'd be my, my only problem with Andrews is without Lamar Jackson right now, he looks like a tight end 14. I mean, you've seen the last six, seven games without Lamar or even with injured Lamar. Um, it just doesn't look the same. Um, so if Lamar is not back, that's why I couldn't choose Mark Andrews. And honestly, it's just, he had his big games in the beginning of the season and we thought it was all, you know, he's sitting there a par with Chelsea or Travis Kelsey, but it's not been the thing. Yeah. is going to be 28 next year. So, you know, unless they make a big move at running back, I think we're seeing, well, JK. you know, when we get the draft, cause like another thing about Andrews is like likely is there. And if he's he's going to have to be on the field at some point more than he has been this year. And, uh, you know, it's coming. It's just, you know, we're not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, what I hate about this position is like you just had up that graphic about Mark Andrews. He's still tight in five and he hasn't been good since the beginning of the season. He put like, up 40 points, bad. though. And as a tight I end, know, but that's how bad the position is that like he yeah. hasn't changed in seven weeks or whatever. That's. I don't know. Ridiculous. Anyway, off of Baltimore, who's J.K. Dobbins, which surprised me a little bit. I'm glad we're doing this exercise. On to the Buffalo Bills. Joe, what Buffalo Bill are you looking for? Oh, man. There's a lot here. There's a lot to like about Buffalo. Obviously, Josh Allen is the stud that you want on your team. He single-handedly wins you weeks. He's awesome. I am actually going with James Cook, though because we're starting to see him more involved in the offense and he looks pretty damn electric here. So, you know, they've had their opportunity to go with Singletary and we're not seeing it. Hines is going to be around for a while. They do have an out after this year in the contract though. So who knows what's going to happen, but James Cook, is he the second coming of Dalvin after watching him run? Probably not, but (laughs) he looks really talented and I want a running back attached to this offense. I ironically enough, Joe, I picked James Cook as well. And that was more so it was more so that Josh Allen isn't attainable in fantasy trades. You're not getting Josh Allen in the offseason. That's the main reason you would throw a King's ransom at Allen right now to acquire him because of how bad the quarterbacks have been. No, I wouldn't. I would not. He's too high to buy, though. I mean, that's like he's not going to get any higher than this. The problem is if you need a quarterback, you can't afford Josh Allen. Like that's the problem is if you don't have Jalen Hurts or Mahomes or one of the other three decent quarterbacks, Burrow or Herbert, you're not getting him. And Herbert honestly has been kind of 
for as much as they pass, it's surprising that much. But anyway, we'll get to them later. Um, mine was James Cook mainly because of the price tag and the fact that for some reason they do not want to give Singletary the ball. That is not their MO. Obviously, they both had pretty good games last week, um, but they've been trying to replace Singletary for the last couple of years now. So um, it's it's James Cook. I mean, it could be Stefan Diggs as well. I can understand the argument there. Um, but yeah, it's Calvin's brother, man. I, I tried in my heart of hearts to make a Gabe Davis thought, but it just can't happen. And <laughs> so I landed on Josh Allen just because like, if there's one player that you need from this team that is going to cook every year for the next potential decade, I will give up a few years of draft capital if I'm good at quarterback for the next decade, if I can make that deal happen. So that's why my personal pick would be Josh Allen. Like I said, I get it. If you could get Josh Allen, do it. Like, I, I, I don't think we need to tell you that. I'm just trying to make it something that people are like, people are going to forget about James Cook in the offseason. They are. They are. Okay. Well, James Cook, these are, the, this is not what I expected. So I'm glad that I'm, I'm, once again, I'm glad that we're doing this. All right. So we're on to it. This is probably one of the toughest ones. And uh, number five is the Carolina Panthers. It's mainly tough because I don't exactly know who's going to be on this team next year. So my pick is DJ Moore. And it's only because they gave him a contract and whatever coach comes in, whatever offensive coordinator he's going to get, I think they're going to try to make their offense flow through DJ Moore and without knowing what additions they're going to further make. That's why I picked DJ Moore. Uh, it's fair. I chose the other guy that's going to be on the team long-term and we're finally seeing a splash, which is Terrace Marshall. Um, I think that he's going to be more of that consistent guy. And I, I just, I, I, maybe it's just a, a little bit of bias here. Um, I've DJ Moore kind of showed his, uh, his skill level this year without a quarterback. I think Terrace Marshall actually coming up with the younger quarterbacks and the backups and all these other ones and kind of stayed relevant throughout the year. Obviously it's been a, a mixed bag. He's really only played a, a little bit. So, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more Terrace Marshall and it's just cause this team's a crap shoot. Go either way here. Josh, I feel like uh, we're just absolutely sharing a brain here. Terrace Marshall's my pick too. I mean, that catch he had last week was just absolutely beautiful. We're going to see him start starting to get used. And surprisingly, Sam Darnold is actually solid for this team right now. Obviously, quarterback questions in the offseason and everything. But Terrace Marshall really has the build of a true alpha receiver in that offense. And I like his future. That's and fair. he's attainable. I will, I will have to – I mean, DJ Moore should be too, at least for now. I The thing about this team with Carolina is it's really whatever players they acquire in the draft or trade for potentially in the offseason. Like, we don't even – I don't even think we know who the best dynasty asset on this team is because I don't think that person's there yet. Just don't. Impossums, before Billy made the uh, another rule today on me that said it had to only be offensive players today because we are offensive points, I had Frankie Louvu. So this is just a bad team to talk here. about. We'll come, back to, we'll come back to defense. Don't worry. We will get that, to that eventually. But for offensive purposes only, uh, yeah. So I guess it's Terrace Marshall. I just, you know, as soon as we get to the draft and free agency and trades and all of that stuff, there may be a new team because there's going to be a new coach with a new staff and they may be after something completely different than what they have on the team right now. So for now, Terrace Marshall on to Joe's Chicago bears. I don't think this is much of a question as Justin Fields, but maybe you all disagree. 
It's Justin Fields. No, it's Justin Fields. I would I would say it's Montgomery or Herbert. I mean, Herbert should be in the conversation. Montgomery should be Herbert, gone next year. Well, yeah, Montgomery's leaving. That's the only reason I wouldn't have him. But then Herbert, it's like, I, are they going to bring somebody else in? I don't know. I'm... See, my thing about Justin Fields right now is this is what you want to see from a mobile quarterback. This is what everyone thought Trey Lance was going to be, what Kyler Murray was going to be, what, I mean, I guess what Lamar Jackson is. You know what I mean? So, this is literally, we kind of talked about this before Joe hopped on earlier. Like this is Jalen hurts last year. Like this is what this is. You get him a wide receiver one. Obviously the bears have a, a couple more holes to fill on offense, but at the same time you get him a wide receiver one and an offensive line. Justin Fields can be QB one. It could be JF one. JF one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure some people out there could be arguing for Cole commit. I personally, Joel, Justin Fields is the person on this team that you need to acquire. So, that being said, on to a rather toughy Cincinnati Bengals team. Josh, who on the Bengals are you after? It's that's a that's a real tough one because um, they're both locked up forever. Yes. So I mean, it, to me, it's Joe Burrow, but I understand why it, it could be Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow has just had a. I mean, he's literally being thrown into the MVP consideration these last six weeks that he's had. Uh, he's the reason I'm in a fantasy football championship, so I'm very happy with Joe Burrow. So that might be a little bias coming out, but um, I think it's Joey B. I mean, he's proved that he is one of the elite quarterbacks. And when there's only, you know, three of them in a year, four of them in a year, it's nice to have one on your team. Uh, once again, this is probably unattainable. So, I mean, you're not getting Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase off of anyone's team at this point. No, that's the problem with this team is everyone's unattainable. I mean, if you want to make the case that Higgins is or, uh, is the pick here, because he might be playing somewhere else next year and right. people aren't that thrilled with T Higgins for whatever reason. I mean, but then it doesn't follow the rules. Up. Right. That's but why, I mean, Joe yeah. Brower chase is the answer here. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, yeah, a loophole with Higgins could be that, you know, yeah, he's going to be on a different team. So what is it going to matter? But it's either Jamar chase or Joe Burrow. If you can convince anybody that Jamar chase is like, you can trade him a pick in something else or trade, them a running back that you just that they desperately need something like that that may be the way to go but it's one of these two guys whichever one you feel most comfortable saying i would trade the world for jamar chase right now so my vote would be chase but chase it is them. you guys can have chase I, I like i said it could go either way i'm just biased towards joe burrow right now all right on to the next one, which is the Cleveland Browns. Joe, I don't, I think I know who you're going with, but Joe, who is the Cleveland Brown you'd be after right now? Donovan Peoples Jones. Okay, that is that was not, not what I was what I expecting. What okay. more does this guy need to show you? He's building his chemistry with Watson already. I mean, first, okay. second game back with Watson, he had how many fucking receiving yards? 114. He's he's a good dude. And he's 6'2", 204. He's fast as hell. He gets the punt returns. The man just scores points all the time. So I think this is going to be the wide receiver one in Cleveland for the next few years with Amari Cooper playing the 1A, 1B. He'll have his big games, but I think DPJ is going to be more steady for you. Hmm. I couldn't disagree more. I think Donovan Peoples-Jones is a flash in the pan. This this season was a wash all around for Cleveland Browns or all around. I feel like the only answer is Nick Chubb because he ain't going nowhere and he's still running back. Old five. Gray Bush. 
Old gray bush. You can't get rid of Nick Chubb. I just, I mean, that, that would be, I mean, people's Jones would be more attainable. I think people are willing to trade him because I don't think anyone thinks that this is going to continue. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think people's Jones has done great this year. It just seems like one of those guys who gets, you know, doesn't get the contract basically. Hmm. So we're at a little bit of a standoff here because I was going to say David and Choku uh, for them. <laughs> um, my second answer would have been Nick Chubb though. So I guess that's maybe where we're going to end up, but David Joku has been a very solid tight end. It really seems like uh, Deshaun Watson loves him in the red zone, and that makes him a very popular touchdown potential uh, target. So I just think that potential for him to score multiple touchdowns, I mean, that's what you want in a tight end. When you're not going to necessarily get the yards like Kelsey, at least you can get the touchdowns. And, you know, if that's who Watson likes down there, then that's who I would pick. I think the three of them are good trade targets. Um, the one good thing about Nick Chubb, although very expensive, is you can be like, he's 28 now, you know, he's getting up there in age, running backs, yada, yada, yada. But Nick Chubb looks to be the, you know, Derrick Henry of the future where he just keeps playing. Well, My second choice would have been fun. Chubb, so Chubb would be the answer we're going to go with. I mean, it, a running back on Stefanski's team, count me in. If they do end up changing the system to fit a more pass-happy system next year maybe chubb isn't the answer but i don't know i guess we'll meet jerome ford man well kareem hunt's also going to be gone next year so that's another reason i have to choose chubb yeah well you're not wrong okay on to the dallas cowboys and i think it's cd land that's who i'm going with um i i do understand the the conversation for tony pollard because zeke is going to be going away potentially um if they do decide to get rid of him and save that money but i think it's cd lamb 23 years old got the whole world in front of him i think the uh cowboys haven't even really tapped into what he can do yet and if they can get him a solid two that can take some of the attention away i think that will lead to cd being even better than he's been this year once again, to all those haters out there, C.D. Lamb is the GOAT. Even Billy owns him in the league that we're showing at the moment. So, um, yeah, no. Uh, people him, people hate – my bad. People <laughs> hated C.D. Lamb. They're like, he's not a wide receiver one. Even Cowboys fans are telling me this. C.D. Lamb's not a wide receiver one. He is. Literally. He's top five right now. So He's a fantasy football wide receiver one. Is he not in real life too? I don't know. I just oh I would God. go to CD because I would not be surprised if Jerry Jones doesn't extend Zeke for like ten years. Just well, that, no that's fair, you know, because Zeke has something on his family. I get it, but like, yeah. I actually said Pollard because of the way he's been utilizing this year and the offense, and still being uh, running back six after while still having Zeke there and taking half of the targets and rushes. So it's been impressive. He's been explosive. Three Tony Billy, Pollard. Billy, you were right. You were right about Tony Pollard. You were. I appreciate that, guys. Um, Joe, who would you take? Lamb. It's CD. Oh, CD. CD. All right. All right. Fairly easy. All right. And just real on quick to... on CD. I know. Yeah. I know. We're, yeah. I, know, I feel like of the like top five, top six wide receivers though in Dynasty, he probably is the most attainable right now. He definitely People is. are not Be- sold on him. He's yeah. not. It's weird because he's on the Cowboys. He doesn't seem flashy enough for people. Like he's not. He's not put up that like two hundred yard game that, that Jamar Chase has done, or you know, he's not caught five t- or four touchdowns in a game or something. He's like. not throwing up the X in the end zone. You exactly. Know? He he's just kind of like a, a lunch pail. I'm gonna every once in a while catch a one handed pass kind of guy. Like I think it's because he's littler. Because 
Tyreek Hill is obviously too. little, but he's still a, a beast. Jamar Chase, obviously both fast. CeeDee Lamb doesn't have that breakaway speed, and he's not like A.J. Brown. He's not doing Justin Jefferson numbers. So he is, you're right, like kind of in that bottom end of the wide receiver, the top one wide receivers, like where people just – people do not like CeeDee Lamb for some reason, and I'm glad that he showed what, what he can do. Except yeah, right. last week would have been cool if he didn't. On to Denver Broncos. Josh, which Denver Bronco are you trying to attain? Yeah, it's Javante Williams. Um, I don't really know of anyone else on the team. Yeah, they didn't really use him this year, and he did get injured. Um, I mean, you can make an argument for uh, Dolchich, but I feel like with us not knowing what the Broncos are, we know what Javante Williams is, and we saw hit what happened whenever they you know, lost him, and they were like, oh, wow. I think they're coming back when he gets back next year. It is the Javante Williams show. They don't trust Russ to throw the ball. Um, they're... It's, it's going to be a whole ordeal for Denver for the next couple of years, but Javante Williams should be the center of it. So It's Javante. Well, we all just good on that one? Yeah. yeah that, that, that one's pretty easy. Um, on to Detroit. Joe, what Detroit Lion are you trying to acquire? Jamison Williams is going to be so attainable this offseason that I will probably get him in every single league that I'm in that I don't already have him. So – I want to say Amon Ra because he is absolutely studly. DeAndre Swift is a really good person to do. Shane Zeltra, whatever the hell his name is. is I'm just playing on that one. <laughs> but we have not seen Jamison Williams, and we have, but we have all seen Jamison Williams. We've seen what he can do in college. You know, he's a little bit on the smaller side at 180. He he doesn't profile as that big number one, but he is awesome and he is going to make a huge mark on the NFL. So let's just hope he stays really quiet these next two games here. I was going to say, also, if they make the playoffs, I feel like Jamison Williams is going to have put on the show during the playoffs championship to championship or trying to at least. But no, I actually I actually put both of these guys. I couldn't make up my mind. Amon Ra, what the season he's had this year is just phenomenal. Um, so I actually think I put Amon Ra St. Brown. But in reality, Jameson Williams might steal a lot of that in the future, although he is more of the down the field threat and Amon Ross more of that kind of slot slant type. Pick one, you know, my, Billy, my, up pick, to you. my, my pick was Amon Ra, um, just because I, I know what he is a known quantity. Jameson Williams. The only fear I have for him is that he is going to be a very boom or bust player from week to week. There's like, I don't know. Do you remember the guy? I thought, he played for the Chargers. His name was like Tyrell Williams, I think. Oh, Tyrell. Um, where yeah. like sometimes Tyrell Williams would score like, you know, 40 points. And then the next week he'd score like six. And that's what my fear is that Jamison Williams is going to be. I hope not. I hope he's, you know, better than that. But I just, my fear is that he's a boomer bust player. And I know Amon Ra is going to get targeted eight to 10 times a week. I know we don't do this on this podcast, but. If there was ever someone who was close to Tyreek Hill, it's Jameson Williams. Like that's the guy that. And of course, you, of course, you said that. I, I'm just saying, if there is a guy for it, he's sure he's caught one ball. But you know what that one ball was for? Forty-one yards. Uh, so I mean, I, you're gonna see it in the future. I don't know when they're gonna unleash him. They're being very, very cautious with him, which honestly smart. But at this point, you're fighting for a playoff spot, so these last two games might be the time to unleash it. So we'll see. It's true. I guess we'll see. But Amon Ra is our answer. So on to Ooh. the Green the Green Bay Packers. I cannot wait to hear Josh's answer for this, but Joe, kick us off. It's Christian Watson because there's it's no not. one else on this team that's <laughs> worth it. It is, it is Christian Watson. 
It's I mean, really, it's really not though. You guys know. Well, you know what happened to all the people who believed in. Is not being Showtime right now. AJ <laughs> Dillon is not being Quadzilla. The lines a mess. Aaron Rodgers is my knees hurt right now. We everyone, have no idea what this team is going to look like next year. Everyone Zero. who banked on Christian Watson for the playoffs in Week 15 and 16 got a whole lot of eight points. So Christian Watson, all big play. He got fucking lucky touchdowns is what bumped his numbers up for the four game stretch. He has been absolute jack shit the rest of the year. I don't know why we're, this is, you know what this is? This is Travis Fulgham right now. This is Travis Fulgham, four good games. And we're going to call him the God on the team. You want to draft him. You know who you want to get the wide receiver they get next year. Cause that's, what's going to happen. And he's going to well, come they, in and stuff. They like need a lot of work on that offense that's not a wide receiver. So hopefully, can we they please get... make a shirt that says Christian Watson equals Travis Fulgham and just I put it do, up. Add it to the I, shirt list. Man. Believe me, on the podcast tweet, I will be putting Christian Watson equals Travis Fulgham. Josh, who was your answer? Not that it matters. I, I had uh, Aaron Jones, but honestly, I don't really care about the Packers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You guys can hey, have Christian Watson, but I'll let you watch that game play. last week. Watson had, what was it, two touchdowns that him and Rodgers were just barely, barely missing each other on? You mean the 49 yards that he put up? Yeah, it was super impressive. I bet everyone loved ah, that. Ah, man, the box score champion. Yeah, box score Get off your anyway, soapbox score. On to the Houston Texans, and I'm not going to lie to you guys, it's Damian Pierce because I don't even know who the hell else on this team is going to be there next year. So I'm I, not even going to pull up Damian The Pierce, only player are. that I know for a fact will be on the team in 2023 is Damian Pierce. So that is why CJ Stroud is going to be on the team. So. That's true. And I bet uh, Nico Collins will be on the team. But it's, it's Damian Pierce. You're probably going to have to pay a lot for him. But we can just get past that one. Anyway, I, might be able to I honestly them. don't think you'll have to – Blow out the wallet for Pierce. You don't think? Well, you know, I I have heard a lot of people that are like starting to chirp up for you know, man, Damian was was Damian Pierce even that good? And yes. I'm like, thank yes. you, please drive that price down, please drive. The price and down. him being injured the last part of the season, it's just yeah, dude. The fact that he could pull off hundred yard rushing games on the league's worst offense with the league's worst quarterback with the league's yeah. worst passing. Well, actually, their offensive line wasn't terrible, but everything else was. Um, yeah, no, Damian Pierce is absolutely the guy. There's no other doubt in my mind because I don't really know anyone else on the team. But uh, at the same time, Damian Pierce, he is going to be good like for years to come. And By I don't, way, th- I wish we could clip stuff like I wish we did clip stuff because we had the conversation about the Houston Texans shutting down Damian Pierce for the fantasy playoffs about a month ago. Like we had this exact conversation that they were probably going to end up doing this. And and I here, told you so. I didn't want it to happen, Billy. I mean, we what... all didn't want it to happen, and then you it's... called it, and I don't like it. Well, no, I just, I, I, it's just one of those things where I'm just like, they're not going to let him play anymore after they secure the number one overall pick. You spoke uh, into existence, and you really fucked me. I guess that's, I guess that's In what all happened. of my championships. I'm just playing. All right, on to the Indianapolis Colts. Josh, what player do you want? It's Jonathan Taylor. There's no one else. Um, you actually can buy Jonathan Taylor this offseason. With the injury and with the lackluster performance in the beginning of the year, Jonathan Taylor is on the block. Uh, whether people want to believe it or not, everyone learned this year that wide receivers are more valuable. So if you have a Tyree Kill, you can trade him for Jonathan Taylor. If you have a C.D. Lamb, you can trade him for Jonathan Taylor. I don't know, depending on if he's a Cowboys fan or a C.D. Lamb fan. But there are people... There are as many trades you can make for Jonathan Taylor. First round picks, you can maybe they'll want to just get the next running back up. Say you have the first one, one, 
trade for Jonathan Taylor. I'm game with that. I think it's worth it. You, there is so much you can do just after his ridiculous year last year, he did not live up to it this year. And people who had him on their team probably missed the playoffs and they're probably pretty pissed. So Joe, I had a really hard time with this one. <clears throat> I like Jonathan Taylor and I think I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor here, but you could make the case for Pittman. He, they got to figure out this offense first for Pittman to work, but if they get the right piece in there at quarterback, then Michael Pittman, we Derek still Carr. haven't seen his. Ah, honestly, honestly, it would work. All right, clip it right <laughs> now so we can replay this. Not do this again. They'd have to draft someone. They need to draft someone. Well, they, they should do, do both. Do both. Well, you don't. Sure they could do both. Get yourself a Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, fill-in type person, Derek Carr. And then also draft a quarterback. Cooper Rush. Rush. Like, there are quarterbacks out there that you can put in place for them for now and go get a rookie as well. You don't have to do one or the other. The thing is, teams do that. They go, Phillip Rivers, here we go. Oh, he retired. All right, Matt Ryan. Okay, he's retired. Uh, Carson Wentz, actually, maybe at this point, do we uh, we just start talking about how Carson Wentz wasn't the problem? No. It was the problem. How was he the problem? Look at this team this because year. Because he couldn't get him over the hump. He couldn't get him over the hump. And Matt Ryan also can't get him over the hump. There's nobody that can get this team over the hump. They lost to the Houston Texans not because of Carson Wentz. They lost to the Houston Texans because of their defense. The defense is also is worse than it was when Wentz was there. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're not doing this. a good defense. But I was gonna, I was even gonna throw out potentially Jelani Woods also for this team. I don't know why I'm in such like a tight end headspace. Maybe it's because I got burned so much at the tight end position this year. That just keeps coming to my head, but it's Jonathan Taylor for sure. I mean, that he he is the most acquirable that he has been in the last year and a half right now. So that would be the player of this offseason to go get. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. 
on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Joe, what Jacksonville Jaguar are you headed for? Sorry, I just saw what Josh pulled up there. Um, <clears throat> Trevor Lawrence is my guy. He has taken the next step, and he is going to be a QB1 for the next decade plus. So get him on your team. Uh, as Joe you alluded count to. That. You cannot count him. He's not on the team yet. It says Jacksonville. Count. It says Jacksonville sus- on his team. He's got a he logo is, behind his head. It's Calvin he Ridley. Is he is going. The beginning I don't the new care. I don't care. I'm picking okay. Calvin Ridley. I'm calling it now. Calvin Ridley will be the wide receiver one on this team next year. Zay Jones has filled in admirably as that wide receiver two and slash one because Kirk kind of fell off. Um, it, it's Calvin Ridley. Okay. What's well, Trevor Lawrence? Uh, Calvin Ridley with an Astros. I just, I'm just trying to get people prepared for next year, and you can actually buy Calvin Ridley. You cannot buy Trevor Lawrence. Well, you probably can. But. I, Trevor Lawrence is, you can attain him. All right. Um, well, this next one's interesting. Uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs, I... Billy, I'm going to stop you here. Okay. It's Mahomes. We all agree. Let's go to the L.A. Chargers. All right. Well, all right. You're right. It is Mahomes. There's not really... I actually... Uh, I put Pacheco because you can't no, get Mahomes. No, stop it. I, I, I disagree with it. I, I'm, I'm moving past this, but I'm saying like I put Pacheco because it was under the uh, assumption that you could actually trade for this player. There is an argument for Juju Smith-Schuster, but it, it's, it's definitely Holmes. It's not Juju. Well, you don't, you'd want, I'd want Juju over Pacheco. Pacheco All right, fireball even... bet right now. Pacheco scores more fantasy points than Juju next year. Oh, hell yeah, for sure. I don't even think Pacheco is going to be the thir- third best running back on this team. We're looking at Miles Gaskin 2.0 over here, and I'm definitely all right. Against all right, all Miles right, we're, we're we're done here. All right. Well, technically it's, speaking, it's Las Vegas Raiders. It's the Raiders, next. yeah. I don't know. Did um, you just got lost with an LAS, Joe. <clears throat> wow, he did. I don't know why we had to go after his spelling skills, but Las Vegas Bro, Raiders. I, I sat there for like 10 minutes, and I'm like, why are the Raiders ahead of Los Angeles? Like, I don't – oh, fuck, I feel dumb. I like this. Los, Los, whatever. This, I think this would be my pick. I'm going to cede the time to you all. Who do you all think the Raiders should keep going I'm going to go first because I already got it queued up. It's Devontae Adams. I mean, Josh Jacobs. Guess... If Josh Jacobs is there on the team next year, I think he, he Yeah, that's argument, why I didn't but... pick him. I, I had to go with Devontae Adams because he's going to be good still. It doesn't matter. I mean, Derek Carr has been absolute dog shit this year, and, and Devontae Adams is putting up 30 bombs. I mean, he's going to always do that. Like, I don't really see an argument here. Joe? I, I have an argument for you. Who? Daniel Carlson. Is I mean, honestly, the- he is, he is oh kicker one, God. dude. Like, I okay. mean – it's like it's it. not a bad point but you'd rather have Devonte adams and also it's, i think the the turmoil with the raiders right now it's it like Devonte adams looks like you could just go buy him right now because people are like ah shit they don't have a quarterback anymore and if you could get him after the season's over before they get the draft before they get the new quarterback i think you're taking a gamble obviously but i don't think the raider i think the raiders are in get a person now mode as well so yeah so the Raiders this offseason are going to have to figure out the running back position. They're going to have to figure out the wide receiver two position because I don't think Renfro is with the plans of the team going forward. They're going to have to figure out tight end because it seems like they don't want Waller to be a part of the team going forward. I don't really know. You know, Obviously, the quarterback's got to be figured out as well. This is going to be a completely new team next season, and I guess it's either, yes, the kicker or Devontae Adams because 
who else is even going to be here? I guess right. that's, that's the, the situation. With the Devontae Adams trade, they got to keep their first round pick, which is just wild to me for the Packers' sake, but that sucks for them. Um, so they're drafting a quarterback. So, I mean, you could argue that guy, but he's not on the team yet. So that's right. a rule. So Rodgers is going to Las Vegas next year, right? I love that. I love that so much. I hope, I hope that happens. Yeah, I think it is. I, that's also very possible. That is the type of team that would sign a veteran quarterback of that caliber, the Peyton Manning effect. Plus, ayahuasca in Vegas is so much better than ayahuasca in Wisconsin. Right? Literally, it he can just so well. stroll Hunter out to the desert. Thompson, that shit. Yeah, you can go out to the the desert and do ayahuasca. He would love that. All, All right. right. So, who are we going with? Are we going with Devonte Adams. Lost. You're the deciding factor. Yes, Devonte Adams. On no vote for Daniel Carlson, huh? I like Daniel Carlson. If he would have picked him, I would have been. A, I hadn't been thought of a kicker, um, but I, like <laughs> I did either. Los <laughs> Angeles Chargers, uh, Josh. What charger are you looking for? Uh, tell me it's Cooper Cup without telling me it's Cooper Cup. It's Cooper okay, Cup. Well, it's, we're not doing the Rams yet. We're doing the Chargers. Oh, I actually messed this one up. Oh, Alphabetically right. speaking, Chargers are L-A-C, the L-A-R. No, that's we're really struggling with this part. I'm right, not guys. I'm not good at the alphabet, okay? That's fair. So it's the um, Chargers. What charger do you want? Uh, you guys go. You tell me. Derwin James. That's wrong, well, we're wrong side of the ball. Yet. I was going to just, I mean, I think it's obviously Austin Eckler. I don't know how exactly cheap that's going to be. That sounds like a very expensive prospect, but it might be him or it might be Mike Williams. One of those two. Yeah, I I actually you wrote, choose, I got Eckler as well. So that's who I picked. Just it, you can't bet against the guy right now. They're not even running the ball, which is the funniest thing. They were talking about stats like they just do not run the ball well, which makes no sense. Like, and that's what they wanted, you know, Isaiah Spiller to be and, Josh Kelly and all these other guys, but none of them have done it yet. And they're still not giving Isaiah Spiller the ball. So it's Austin Eckler until further notice. Justin Herbert has honestly looked not that great um, for as much as he throws the ball. Like fantasy speaking, he's just atrocious. He's QB 11 and he throws the ball like 40 times a game. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I mean, he's, he's getting the yards, just not getting the touchdowns, which I guess Eckler's kind of stealing those as well. So, um, I, I love the Chargers and everything, and I love Justin Herbert. I don't. I, I also would buy him if you can. I, this this year was definitely a little bit of an outlier. So, I'd go with Herbert just because of the buy factor. But okay, Herbert. I mean, you're also getting the the QB of the future for this team. But I, I personally think it's Eckler just because he's not stopping. It doesn't seem like it, and I think that you could probably talk whoever has Eckler into like that old gambler's fallacy where if they just keep hitting eventually it's not gonna hit and i think you could probably talk somebody into you know he's been doing it really good the last couple years like what if you know he's probably gonna get hurt next year or something or something you know something's gonna change you might be able to talk somebody into that so he might be more attainable than we think um all right well now on to the los angeles rams joe van jefferson is my dude um we don't know what's going on at quarterback has, has there been any news on Stafford at all? Like he, I he has not officially said he's retiring, but it's feeling like he's headed that direction. Neck injuries at thirty plus are not funny. Yeah, I mean, let's the offense on this team sucks outside of Cooper Cup. I love Cooper Cup. I just don't know if there's another quarterback there. Are we nope. going to see Cooper Cup be not Cooper in the breakfast? Not in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> right, it's back. Exactly. It's it's still Cooper Cup because even when. Stafford wasn't there. He still was good. He was still getting thousand yard receivers. Van Jefferson has not done that yet. He's looked 
kind of okay this time with the backup quarterbacks, but I mean, no more than like three catches. I just, I can't put Van Jefferson over Cooper Cup, injured or not. You're so fine. I'm interested, I'm, Joe, why did you that? not pick Akers? That, that, I really thought you might take okay. us into Akers. Akers has had two games in his career over 20 points in a PPR. And he had one big game last week, and everyone's just right back on the dick. You know what I mean? Time out. It's it- like, come the <laughs> fuck on, dude. What has this guy done other than falling three feet his whole career? I'm, I've am i never been a big fan of Akers, and I would pick Akers right now over because of, like like Joe said, Stafford might not, who knows what's going to happen with him. He might retire, although yada, yada, yada. But Akers has looked great, but the problem is the team doesn't fucking want him. They made that very clear, and it's hilarious that he's doing good after they were like, you're, you're basically off the team, we're going to trade you, and then they're like, all right, come back, everyone's injured. And then now he's actually having a phenomenal year. But yeah, no, he's off the team, in my opinion, one way or another. He's There's no way he didn't forget. He's over here just playing for his contract and playing for next year, playing for his next team. So I picked I really like well. Van I just Jefferson. want to get riled up. <laughs> I really I, like Van Jefferson, man. Watching him play, there's there's a level that he has not gotten to, and it's very clear just by watching him play. So depending, I, I mean if Baker sticks around. I think he yeah. needs to change the scenery. Whatever team he goes to next, I think you may actually see the real Van Jefferson. It just it's not Sean McVay for some reason, which is weird, but just not it. All right. All right. On to the Miami Dolphins. And my answer is Jalen Waddle. Mine too. So I put Kyrie Kill and Jalen Waddle. So I and I don't have an argument either way. Jalen Waddle's just younger. Um, he's going to be doing this for years, and it's impressive what he's done this year with Tyree Kill still getting a giant workload. Um, obviously, you want Tyree Kill on your team if you can get him, but yeah, I mean, I, I think obviously the problem with Tyree Hill is a, and I know he's a unicorn, so you're betting against a unicorn, but literally, eventually, he's got to slow down. There's just no way you can do this how he's doing for the next three or four years. And in a dynasty league, if you're not competing next year, you're probably, you know, eventually it's not going to work. So I would say if you're competing, go for it. But if you're not, Waddle is probably the answer. And I would get him before he does not have Tyreek Hill there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you can't bet against Tyreek Hill though. I mean, the only thing it is, is if he gets injured, it's like, I just don't even see it. I don't ever see him slowing down. It's if he gets injured to where it affects him basically. Yeah, so. He's going to be Ocho Cinco, just racing people at age 50 and winning. Yeah. But, Godspeed yeah. to Terry Kill forever. Yeah. Jalen Waddle is just the, the cheaper of the two. People still view him as the wide receiver, too, even though he has been the wide receiver one several weeks mm-hmm. on that team. I just think, yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. All right, on to the Minnesota Vikings. Josh, which Minnesota Viking are you after? <laughs> Isn't there only one? Can we just skip this one? It's Justin Jefferson. Uh, it's just Jefferson for me too, even though you're going to have to give up literally an arm and a leg. Like you're going to have to probably sell a kidney. I would do it. I think, you know, honestly, fuck a kidney. What do you even need that for? Um, but no, I think actually people, <laughs> I think people would sell just Justin Jefferson for multiple pieces. I mean, if someone has Justin Jefferson and no depth and they miss the playoffs because that's all they had, you could sell a, you know, T Higgins combo with a Mooney and combo with another pick or something like 
I mean, sure, you're giving up the best receiver, but you know that when you would be giving him up, you're giving him up for depth, basically, at that point. That's the only person that's trading Justin Jefferson. I feel like if we could, you could do a Justin Jefferson for, like, Josh Allen situation, something like that, that that would be important. That would be a fair trade, honestly. But, yeah, uh, it's Justin Jefferson, and go get him as fast as you can. All right. If, I if have you pull three, that off, you're a god. I'm in a league. I have three firsts next year. Yeah. They're pretty early. I think I'm going to package them and send them off for JJ. See what happens. See you should try to keep one. No. I like Fuck picks. They're useless. Love it. I do good at drafting. You don't. So, you know, I get it. On to, <laughs> on to okay. the, Min- not the Minnesota Vikings. We just did that. New England Patriots. Joe, which New England Patriot are you after? Nobody. Don't do it. All right. Well, me and Josh probably both have Ramondre. And so that would be the winner of this category. Um, I don't I love think- it, though. I don't love it's it. Not, I, it's not that I love it either. It's just, I mean, I think Ramondre is literally the guy Bill's going to ride for the next couple of years. I mean, you're going to have, he's not going to use him long term. Bill has never rode year. anybody. He, okay. Well, that's not that, true. You don't know that, that. That narrative is a little, he did have running backs like Kevin Falk, for example. Like he, he did have guys that he used. No, it's just been a while since he's used, had but one. No, it's. He just I hasn't had it. one in a while. We finally found one. Do they have to have Ramondre. dreads for Belichick to like make him the RB one? I think so because Kevin Falk had dreads, didn't he? Pretty sure. Green eyes. Right. So no. let's just—I I just, I got this pulled up. Just a tangent. Okay. I had. I'm sorry. The amount of thousand-yard running backs that we've had, and don't get me wrong, people were so close. Damian Harris had 900 last year. Sony Michelle had a couple 900 performances. The last thousand-yard rusher for the Patriots was LeGarrette Blount in 2016. Before that, it was Stephen Ridley in 2012, and then Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Remember that blast from the past thousand at 2010. The law firm. And then before that, Corey Dillon at 1600. So they're really—they really do not run the well that was back in the heyday of uh, brady though as well so it's hard to say but at this point i think he's starting to realize he needs to have a one instead of just throwing a bunch of backs out there but at the same time he still has a stockpile of running backs already so it's it's a little it's a little dangerous but i it's there's not much else i cannot wait to get Ramondre stevenson cheat next year like when i do my zero rb Ramondre is going to be number one on my pick of who you need to be after if you went wide receiver heavy in the first two rounds because I, I, this he, he's going to get usage. We know what he is. Like, I, I just don't see, especially if they get rid of Damian Harris for real, only opens up more opportunities, I think. Yeah, like, I mean, no, they're going to keep drafting running backs, but at the same time, it's that's that's the fact right there. All right, well, on to the Saints, and I think it's Chris Olave. Not close. Not close. Right? Okay. Oh, yeah, not close. I thought you were saying it's close. It's like, with who? Well, like, it's Olave not close to anyone else on the team. I don't think he should be going after Well, him, so. I would say it's Alvin Kamara still, like, in like oh, in normal. In normal. No, 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 in a normal time. But they fucking okay. hate him. They, they hate do. him. They don't. And they will not got, use him. And he's got the lawsuit that's going to keep him out a couple games. Like, no, don't go after Alvin Kamara. I, even with the lawsuit, if they actually used him, <clears throat> sure. Kamara's a great buy low right now, though. He is a great buy low, but for this exercise, Olave is the guy that you're after yes. on this team. 100. All right, this next one I really don't know, but New York Giants. Uh, Josh, who is your New York Giant? All right, you got to hear me out on this one. Okay, I love this. All right, this one's tough because they've had like 17 receivers. Um, 
It's Saquon Barkley because there's no way they let him slip. There's no way they can't sign him. He's on the team. Okay. And it's the only person that you want on the Giants. So hear me out. I was just trying to pull him up. I wasn't ready okay. for that. I, the thing, yeah, I, the reason I was like a little shaky on Barkley was that I don't know that he's going to be on the team. But same time, they, I don't know who else is going to be on this team next year that is a current contributor. So I guess my I, thing Isaiah is, Hodgins is going to be on the team next year. I like I like that pick, Joe. I just don't know if he's going to be the first one or two person. That he might not be, be, but Dable brought him over from Buffalo to play on this team. He has the build. He's just been coming on lately as of late. As soon as he was given a shot, he's kind of taken over that receiving room. Okay. That's my guy. I'd, I'd get him everywhere. I, I do like it, and I think next year he's going to be one of those late-round guys that like we draft and redraft that we're like, dude, Hodgins is a steal at round 13 or whatever. And I agree. I'm going to agree completely, but I just I can't do it. It has to be Barkley, I guess. All right. On if he's on the team, then yeah, it's Barkley. <clears throat> yeah, that's the problem with this exercise. If Barkley's not on this team next year, who who are they paying right now? Who, who are they paying right now to well, where they, they can't afford Barkley? I mean, next year they can afford him. This year they're paying a lot of people ridiculous amounts of money for stuff. Um, all right, on to the New York Jets. Josh, what jet are you after? Um, you guys can pick. I don't have a preference on this. Yeah, Hall. I was gonna say it's Garrett Wilson or Brees Hall. I can see an argument for both. Um, so that's why I didn't I didn't actually choose. I was just gonna let this to the wolves. Uh Brees Hall was phenomenal. I mean, it's it's <clears throat> great to see, but Garrett Wilson also with Mike White and company, like you know, the the quarterback situation hasn't been great, and it's great to see this from a rookie wide receiver like this. So Imagine if he, you know, like some of these wide receivers who come in, Justin Jefferson have Kirk Cousins and uh, Jamar Chase has Joe Burrow. And I mean, just imagine this with an actual quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I think Mike White was phenomenal. But like if we got a full year of Mike White, would we have gotten a better Garrett Wilson at that point? So I think he'd be a top 10 wide receiver. What's nuts about the Jets is that Brees Hall was arguably the offensive rookie of the year at the beginning of the season. And then Garrett Wilson's going to end up winning the offensive rookie of the year for the whole rest of, like for the season so the jets a they nailed both of their picks this year on offense and b both of these guys are guys that you could probably go out right now and somebody's gonna probably give them to you not exactly cheap probably you probably still have to pay up a little bit but i think both of them are going to be well worth it in the future yeah, yeah Brees Hall could or garrett wilson could definitely have stardom leap to a justin jefferson jamar chase type next year so definitely that stuff. My, I, I might have gotten a little quick on the trigger with Brees Hall, but I mean, he's only 21. He looked awesome. I know this ACL is going to screw him up for a little bit, but that's tough. That's tough. It is. And, but the thing is, I just, I like where Garrett Wilson's at right now. I loved where Brees Hall was at. And I just think once they get Brees Hall back, maybe they won't be passing as much. I don't like, again, the whole offense might change. I think Brees Hall is the constant on that team though. Um, going forward. All right. Josh, I'm just going to let you take this one. Which Philadelphia Eagle would you be after this offseason? The entire offense. Oh, for the God. entire course, offense. It's course, so hard for me to narrow it down. Uh, this has been phenomenal. I think the one that I would choose is Devontae Smith um, just because of 
where he's the most attainable wide receiver 10 on the year. It's almost like someone told you that he was going to be good uh, and that AJ Brown would be, you know, helpful to him. Um, it should probably be AJ Brown or Jalen hurts, but it could be Goddard. Uh, I just, I personally vote Devonte Smith because of what he has been in this offense. Um, especially as of late, um, he's going to get those uh, wide receiver two coverages or corner cornerback number two coverages. So mine's Devonte Smith, but pick up all of them. Who do you have, Bill? Uh, I was actually just going to say A.J. Brown. It's going to be my answer. Um, I think we haven't seen the best of A.J. Brown yet. I think we're seeing what year one looks like, and I think once we finally have everything's fallen into place, I think top five is exactly where he is going to be for you know the next four or five years. I do love how A.J. Brown's having his career year on the Eagles already. So Yeah, I, I, we knew this was going to happen. That's why when that draft ha- when that happened during the draft, that trade – I was just like, what are the Tennessee Titans fucking thinking? Like, you have AJ. Uh, okay, I'm not, we're not going to relive it, but AJ Brown is a top five receiver. I just don't. Why are we giving him up for Traylon Burks? I don't. Don't get it. Pay your stars, people. Pay your stars. Jalen Hurts' argument is obviously there as well, but um, I had Jalen Hurts. That was nice, but I like I the actually entire had, offense. I'm just I actually had Jalen Hurts as my number one. So why I didn't pick Jalen Hurts and why like it's fine if he if they lost AJ Brown I just don't know I just don't know because I saw what it looked like last year and while he was still a good fantasy asset mind you with his legs I just like I just think with that that passing potentially not being there it's just a little frustrating honestly he was putting up 20 plus points in every game high 20s yeah because well. of the it's... rushing but like he wasn't quite what he was this year. Yeah, but he's also developing as a passer as it comes. That's how these rushing quarter mobile quarterbacks kind of continue to grow. So I'm fine with the Jalen. I think it has to be Jalen Hurts just the way he's having an MVP season. But Aaron, AJ Brown is get him if he can. All right. Hurts it is. All right. Pittsburgh Steelers. Joe, what Steeler are you after? George Pickens. I don't even need to make an argument here. He is awesome. He has very star qualities to his game. And if Pickett takes the next step, I think he's by him now before he's just unattainable. All right, Josh. And the real answer is Najee Harris. Oh, We're going to triple split this one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's Najee Harris. He's still, he's still the guy. He's just because he put up 12 fantasy points instead of 20 all year. doesn't mean anything. He had no quarterback help. Najee Harris is the guy. Okay, well, great, because I'm picking Patty Fryermuth. And um, (laughs) when the the Muth is Luth, uh, I don't think you can argue. Um, I've liked his consistency this entire year. Um, I think that this is the potential player that with, like, Joe's Pickens, both of these guys could take a step up as long as Kenny Pickett gets better. Um, It would not be Najee, though. I can tell you that. So it's between Pickens and Fryermuth for me. I Dude, I love the core of this offense. It is just beautiful. They need a quarterback is all it comes down to. Well, they just need him to get, you know, he's gotten better every week, Kenny Pickett. So I think by the time we get an entire offseason without Mitch being, you know, the starter in camp and all that, I think we might actually get to see what this offense can look like with a good quarterback. But You can even make the argument for Deontay Johnson. I mean, he's only 26. He hasn't scored a touchdown this year, so he's a good buy He's low actually been right really now. consistent, though, yeah. without, without touchdowns. He's really so. good. I mean, the entire core of this offense is just absolutely beautiful. 
I gotta go with Fearmuth here because he's the only person whose workload didn't dip and grew. If we're okay with that, of course. Fire moves. Love it. All right. On to the San Francisco 49ers. And my pick for this is probably obvious. uh, CMC. Yeah. I I would love to make the argument for Kittle, especially what he's been doing with Purdy, but it's, it's gotta be CMC. It's he's honestly fully unleashed at this point. Like you're getting, I want to see a full year. They're undefeated with him on the team. I mean, how in the hell can you argue? How do you trade Christian McCaffrey is the real question. But anyway, Uh, yeah, I digress. It's whatever. Debo's a good buy low this year. Okay. I think Debo's situation is dying. And is they we'll set see what they do at quarterback. If they do stick with Trey Lance yet again, I still don't love it for anybody other than Christian McCaffrey. So I don't I guess we'll see what happens with the quarterback situation. Um because with Trey Lance, I think these pass catchers are cooked. Um, unless they can figure something out. I think but, Kittle would still have value and Ayuk and Debo honestly end up just being even with the 10 15s. I, I ever since Christian McCaffrey's gotten here, Debo <clears> has not had a huge game and I don't see it ever changing for a while. I mean, he'll have a big game eventually, but it's not going to be a more consistent thing like he did last year. He's been banged up and everything. He'll, he'll be all right. CMC is the answer on to the Seattle Seahawks. Josh, is it obvious or it's obvious? I, I, I think it's obvious. I think we all picked this. It's Ken Walker. Uh, That's who I picked. Yeah, Ken Walker. Okay. Um, just because you know he what he has done this season has been magical. I mean, it's just been a, a crazy ride. Um, it's kind of stunk that he's been dealing with a couple of injuries because I don't think we've gotten a full Kenneth Walker uh, experience. But I think by next year we'll have it. I love that people drafted Damian Pierce over Kenneth Walker. That's the funniest thing. Like whatever Damien Pierce got that hype in the beginning of the season. And it was kind of like, I'm glad we didn't give it to Kenneth Walker, but why didn't we? Why? I mean, why didn't other people give Kenneth because, Walker any? Because Rashad of, Penny was yes, there and he was going to be Penny healthy this year. Cause he had two good games last year. That's exactly what it was. All right. There. Sorry. I don't mean to, I don't, sorry, Joe. I didn't mean well, to. and not only that guys, the thing is, is we all thought Seattle was going to be dumpster fire. Like, we all thought they were going to be bad. Like, I thought That's they were going to be like what Houston's been, where, like, now Damian Pierce has been shut down for the year. I thought that was going to be the That's fair. We had the starting quarterback on a shitty team or the backup quarterback on a shitty team, so it's fair. Right. So, you know, that's that's why I think going into the season, we weren't quite sure what they were going to end up being. All right, on to Tampa Bay. Joe, Tampa Bay Buck, would you want? Chris Godwin, we've seen what he can do in the past, and he's – Getting healthier. He's still not 100%. You can tell he's not completely there off of the ACL, but he's getting healthier and he will be back to reigning supreme. Another guy who has helped me get to a fantasy championship. Thank you, Chris Godwin. We love you. Um, I actually said uh, Rashad White because he's the future here. Okay. Um, so it was, I know, I know Fournette's not letting go of the reins because he does not want to be the second fiddle in a, on a team again. Um, so, Rashad White's the future, though, at this point, and we've gotten a taste of it, and this has all been with Fournette on the field. He still hasn't even had a full workload, so we have no idea what this uh, is about. And, Joe, it's your guy. I assumed you had Rashad White, so I hadn't pulled up. I do love Rashad White. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's, I picked Chris Godwin, so. But Rashad White is very good because once Leonard Fournette's not there anymore, Rashad White's going to explode. All right. On to a rather difficult one for me personally because it's the Tennessee Titans. 
I didn't know who to pick, so I just kind of panicked and said uh, a the tight end, because apparently I've just picked all tight ends, and I didn't realize it until we started doing this. Uh, Okongwo was would have been my guy had he not botched last week. I would have loved some uh, action from him last week, but still won. It's fine. Uh, it wasn't no. his fault, Malik. Willis. It's not Malik Willis is just I don't I don't know. It's, he had more chemistry with Tannehill. Um, obviously, some of these yes. came from Malik Willis, but I don't know. I actually had Draylon Burks. I understand it hasn't been pretty. Um, I would you could you can make the argument for Derrick Henry because it doesn't seem like he's ever going to be done. But um, my thing is this problem at this point is getting older. Uh, but what we've seen from Traylon Burks when we actually see him has been good. So yeah. it's uh, unfortunately the Eagles knocked him out of contention for life at this point. Um, but no, he he has looked good and splash plays. And you have to imagine that Malik Willis is going to be working on the pass if he's on his passing, if he's going to be the quarterback of the future. So I, I don't know. I had Traylon Burks. I don't really care. Yeah, I had Burks too. Um, Akonku is awesome. Again, offense has good young pieces on this team. Um, but Traylon Burks, I mean, he's got the size, he's got the speed. It's just get him the ball and let him work, and they're going to figure that out eventually. So, and, yeah. While some I don't people, think he's A.J. Brown, I think he's good. Definitely not. I mean, some people may make the argument for Kyle Phillips as well, but I just I think Burks is still the answer long term. He's going to have a much longer leash than uh, Kyle Phillips would have. All right, on to the Washington Commanders. I think me and Joe have the same one for this, but Josh, who do you got? Um, I actually have Terry McLaurin. I assume I know who you have. I was trying to pull it up. Uh, so Terry McLaurin, I just he's tried and true. He didn't quite make it to the wide receiver one just yet, which we, I believe, uh, talked about in the offseason. But if you listen to us in the offseason, you were pretty happy with his performance this year. It has been weird that it's all been in like the third and fourth quarter. Uh, but this all comes down to a quarterback that can actually use uh, their wide receiver repertoire a little bit better. But Terry McLaurin, just to me, it's he's never gotten worse. He's only gotten better throughout his career. And I just think he's going to continue to get better over years, especially with a new quarterback. Yeah, which they're definitely going to be after one this offseason, I would hope. All right, Go ahead. Go ahead. Is this who you were going to pick? I assume. I actually have... McLaurin slash Dotson. Oh, nice. interesting. I went I with double Dotson. No, Dotson does deserve to be in this conversation, especially <clears throat> in Dynasty. No, what Dotson's done this year is is incredible. I mean, we th- I thought coming out he was just going to be a possession wide receiver. He was going to be like, you know, the eight catch for 45-yard guy that, you know, you would see from time to time just doing check down passes, but he's actually been quite a good end zone threat. He's been very good just getting yardage. And I've liked everything that Jahan Dotson's shown out there. And I think with a better quarterback in a more stable situation coming forward, like he's going to be amazing. One of the hated, most hated wide receivers in the NFL draft too. People gave no respect to him. Uh, I love Jahan Dotson coming out, though. The one thing that Jahan Dotson has that I don't see from a lot of the other rookies this year is the physicality that he plays with. He's not a big guy, but when you watch him at Penn State, he was super physical Mm -hmm. at the point of catch. So if they start targeting him more, I mean, he could have a Jarvis Landry plus type career uh, to where he is just an absolute machine week in and week out, just target hog, target sponge, while letting McLaurin take the deep stuff on the outside. By the way, this is what you guys want Christian Watson to be. 
This is an actual touchdown person. This is an actual big play guy, and he's doing it with limited carries and limited targets. Uh, Jahan Dotson is a beast, 100%. You know who Dotson reminds me of for real, though? Who's that? Antonio Brown, since we're throwing comps out there. I thought you said the. I thought Jarvis Landry was the perfect one. I think he is. Yeah, he's kind of like a mix between the two. I mean, he's got the speed. We haven't really seen that get the ball in his hands and let him go type thing like we saw with Antonio Brown. But he he tracks the deep ball well, like Antonio, and then he has the physicality of a Jarvis Landry. So that's usually something they wait till they're established and veterans to do. Like rookies don't get that kind of treatment. They don't get to just like get the ball and then go run out there. That's the Antonio Brown treatment, the Tyree kill treatment, the, you know, Jarvis Landry when he was uh, the only receiver on Miami for a while there. So that's true. That's true. All right. Well, that is our list of every dynasty buy on every single NFL team. Guys, what do we, what do we think about that exercise? Like that was it. actually, that was actually pretty fun. We were, uh, oh, Two of us usually agreed on someone, and then there was always one person who was like, no. Well, yeah. I thought we were going to do more like, you know, each of us would say a different person. We'd have to, like, actually try to figure it out. But it only happened twice. So that's I was say, a couple times, but not a whole lot. Like, I'm surprised there was no one on Etienne with Jacksonville. So Etienne like, and, I mean, even, you could argue even Christian Kirk because it, when Ridley gets there, he's Zay arguably going to be I mean, much cheaper than he is right you know. And they still have a lot of money invested in him. So there's definitely still going to try to have him involved. So, yeah, something like that is is interesting. We we disagreed where I didn't think we would, and we agreed in places I didn't think we would. So that yeah. was – Well, there's two hellscapes right now, and one of them is the Las Vegas Raiders. I just don't know who's going to be on this team, and Carolina's the other one, where I whoever they are drafting this year, I think we all in our audience too needs to be paying attention very – much to who they bringing in for these new uh, staffs because I that player is going to have immediate um, impact on that team because there's we couldn't even really come up with somebody to take. I mean, Joe's wanted a kicker from the Raiders. I mean, for heaven's sakes, kickers hey, do all the work. Daniel the quote, the great. great taco kickers do all the work. That's true. <laughs> I mean, well, score the most points. Yep, that's true. They're on the field just as much. No, they're not. Davis, shut up. Anywho. actually not <laughs> exactly all right so follow joe at op joe with two e's on twitter follow the podcast at offensive points follow josh at josh hall stl and follow me at ombre bender on twitter we will be coming out with podcasts weekly we're going to be covering a lot more dynasty topics and we're going to be diving into the upcoming rookie draft i mean it's coming like we're february is when we're really going to kick that into high gear but we will be doing a lot more dynasty information the next couple weeks so just keep tuning in. We'll be here, guys. We'll be here. Yeah. Joe, and get us out of here. Oh, wait, whoa. Josh, what do you got? I'll go ahead and get us out of here because I know Joe's just going to say goodnight anyway. Okay. Um, unless he has something better. Uh, but it's at a the same time, it's your goodbye, but okay. Oh, I I'm do sorry. have something better I, it's tonight. Part of the end of the podcast. But anyway, before we get there, I just want to say best of luck in your championships if you're still out there. Uh, if for some reason you play in week 18, you sorry, sorry, bastards. Oh, I'm no. sorry, because that would just be a hellscape. But at least we have the majority of people playing. Tennessee's a little off, but best of luck in your championships, guys. Happy New Year. We'll see you next year. Yeah.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.